in the know for Friday, May 13, the 133rd day of 2022. There are 232 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. And we'll get you set for East Main Market and another big weekend. That and a whole lot more coming up today. Here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? Glad it's Friday. <laughs> and I'm cold, so I'm trying to get you're, warmed up You're cold. Here. Oh, well, just yes. go ahead. Yeah, I know you were outside a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, warmer out there and we'll get warmer. You're not a fan, not a big fan of the whistling. I hate it. Yes, um, not, not a big fan of the whistling. Well, I'm going to give you some extra ammunition to discourage whistling okay, good. on a day like today. You're not supposed to whistle, especially indoors, on Friday the 13th. People who whistle indoors are said to be whistling for the devil or whistling up a storm, so it's best to avoid putting your lips together and blowing today. So I know you say on a normal day, but it's it starts with one day and build from there. Fair enough? I suppose so, yes. Have you ever heard that wives tale, uh, whistling I, up a storm? I have. Oh, yeah, whistling up a storm. Yeah. Yes, I have. So that's why you're not supposed to do that, because <laughs> you may make a storm move through. He's the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio News Honk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo and Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, well, we had a big milestone last night. All of a sudden, I, I feel older. The, the, the baby is a kindergarten. Uh, do we get to say graduate? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, she's still, she's not a graduate till next Friday, but. The kindergarten showcase was last night at Clarkson Elementary School. So there's uh, Alea Elizabeth and uh, Miss Amy Williams, and she got her uh, certificate of uh, her, her their T-shirts say "Kindergarten is so last year." Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Now, did, so, did she run up to get her awards? Uh, is she, she still did. <laughs> she, She's still she, showing off. She she trotted to get uh, mm-hmm. she trotted to get her award. She got a math award as she well, did. math excellence award. So that's good. She really come a long way math wise this year. Uh, so it was great to see all the families and all the great uh, young soon to be ex kindergartners, soon to be first graders at Clarkson Elementary School. I by the way, when they said well, they don't have kindergarten graduation anymore, it's called the kindergarten showcase, and I kind of 
I kind of snickered at, and I, I get it. But then I realized, like, you were the one who didn't think that we needed a bunch of unnecessary graduations anyway. Mm-hmm. And I don't really like the, you know, the fifth grade graduation, the kindergarten graduation, the eighth grade graduation, mm-hmm. the high school graduation, the college graduation. Mm-hmm. Let's just have a high school graduation and maybe a college graduation. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely so college. I, I'm more on board for the showcase. <laughs> I like the way that they did it last night. They had a cool um, closing number. They did. Uh, they they all donned sunglasses and they did party in the USA with uh, Miss Cook. Miss Cook's oh, always wow, got Ms. them doing Cook. big dance routines, mm-hmm. and so they there was choreography and everything, and they were nodding in their head like yeah, and moving their head like yeah. I thought, oh, this is uh, so- this is well done. And then they did a really nice number too that uh, Miss Amy Williams led. About it was very lofty and wishful about their futures, and mm-hmm. there might have been some tears shed. I'm just saying there could, have, could have been a tear or tear or. Can't two. imagine anybody uh, in this room would have done that. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe a couple. Uh, but anyways, it was a nice evening. It's been a big week. We got t-ball again tonight, so. Uh, now, uh, is Travis Johnson, does he have PTSD or anything? Is there anything he that might, he's worried maybe, about? He may be coach pitching with his right hand this it, evening, yeah. um, or the alternate hand. Probably his left hand. I think. Yeah, it would be with his with his left. An NC State. I don't know. Uh, Roger Lush says he think mm-hmm. he needs to rock an NC State shirt. Keep it. Um, well, I mean, it'd be better than any other college in that state, right? You'd rather wear an NC State shirt than a Duke or a or a Tar Heel shirt, right? Well, that's like being punched in the face or punched in the gut, which is really worse. <laughs> One more quiet day before a uh, stormy weekend setup, or at least the potential for a storm or two. We're going to see mainly afternoon and evening thunderstorms both tomorrow and Sunday, but some dry times as well. We will not get into the ninety degree range. For the weekend, we'll see partly cloudy 87 as the high today, partly cloudy 64 tonight. Thunderstorms developing tomorrow later in the day in a high of 84. Glancing head, Sam and I keep looking at the Friday Woo! forecast. And, it's going to uh, be toasty. Warm, 2 and 10 chance. I still think we're going to be high 80s. Uh, but it, I this, mean, so. that again, though, is, is there much of a difference between 87 you know, and 90? It's not the heat, it's the humidity. Uh-huh. I was noticing today, I don't have a lot of information on it, but I did see a headline where Senator Rand Paul is kind of single-handedly holding up the latest round of Ukraine uh, aid. And um, that's kind of a, we talked about Thomas Massey yesterday or day before, this kind of a go-to move. Um, those, those two guys, especially uh, Congressman Massey, and Senator Paul does it as well, he will a lot of times use... Uh, use that platform, like holding up something that the world is waiting for to bring your attention to something else, you know, to use this as a some type of teaching opportunity about we just can't spend money on every single thing that we decide we need. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm for helping Ukraine where we are, but I'm also not <laughs> for helping Ukraine to the level that it really is putting Americans in uh, in a big in a big pinch, considering the, the prices of things that everyone are paying right now. So there's got to be a balance in there somewhere. The Greater Hardin County Narcotics Task Force has busted uh, eight people, seized some meth, cars, cash at the what commonly called the Pinner Drive Apartments and uh, also a South English Street home. You can read about that at k105.com after a recent raid. I saw where Task Force over in eastern Kentucky, over in Clay County, made a big... Um, made Oxycodone, a yeah, big bust uh, earlier this week as well. Uh, I did see also at k105.com this morning, 
uh, happy to report that uh, a senior at Grayson County High School has graduated from ECTC with an associate in arts degree, and her name happens to be Leanne Riggs. And Leanne is one of three students in a pilot program at GCHS where students can earn college credit and start apprenticeships while in high school. According to uh, Cody Mooneyham, who is a uh, NBCFCS teacher, Leanne will continue her education at Western Kentucky University with an associate degree and 12 additional credit hours due to her passing EOP test in ag and consumer and family sciences. So um, Leanne is one of the first friends of our show. Leanne and her family, like there, there is, if you remember, I mean, literally early days of the show, probably first 30 to 60 days of the show, we had a picture of Leanne and Sweetie Pie. With her little K-105 shirt With her little K-105 shirt. And then a couple of years later with a couple of other of her siblings Mm -hmm. uh, that were there. So the Riggs uh, family, dear friends of the show. And so when I saw Leanne's photograph this morning, her senior photo, I thought, whoa, (laughs) <laughs> Wait a minute. She um, grew up. Yeah. Your own kids, when you see them grow, they change marginally day over day, and you kind of go, okay, well, I, I see. Yeah, your kids are getting older. Even your own self. You look in the mirror every day and think, well, I look a little older than I did the day before. But when you go a longer period of time in between seeing these young people, it's like they're young adults now. So it uh, was uh, super excited to, to have that news, and I know that uh, her family is proud. I did also saw a subsequent headline. Two Lexington student Lexington students have been named 2022 Presidential Scholars. One of them is named Grayson Kemplin, attends Henry Clay High School, and then the other is McKenna Sun, who attends Paul Lawrence Dunbar High School. The reason I ask, do we get to claim any credit for Grayson? Like th- this kid is from Lexington. Uh-huh. And did, is a presidential did, scholar but named Grayson. Did Carter County already claim him? I don't, or can we claim that's why I'm first? asking. I wanted to be first to uh-huh. claim that. Is there a radio station in Carter County? Is there one in Grayson that you need to call him right now and tell him you already got it? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know of a station specifically. You got Kentucky Christian University County. in there. Maybe they yeah, got a yeah, campus yeah. station. Maybe you, you need got, to call them up and say it's ours. It, are they a university now? They were always KCC when I, I was. I think they're KCU they, now. They went to KCU. I, I'm almost positive. Moving they did. on up like mm-hmm. the Jefferson's dog on it. Okay, that's good. So uh, I'm claiming them. Dibs. Got it. We'll, we'll call that radio station right now. <clears throat> Three days of early voting for the primary election got underway yesterday at designated polling places across Kentucky. The result of a bipartisan election measure passed by lawmakers. Voters can cast ballots with no excuse needed again today and tomorrow ahead of Tuesday's election, which will determine each party's lineup of candidates for the November general election. Uh, the primary election in Grayson County has big, big impact because a lot of the a lot of the races are settled uh, come come the end of Tuesday. The three days of early in-person voting will become a bluegrass state staple following passage of 2021 legislation. I talked with Clerk uh, Willis this morning. Uh, just quick message to gather traffic for yesterday. I had received a report last evening that as of about 2 o'clock yesterday, they had had about 100 people use the early voting option. And... Uh, Clerk Willis told me this morning 116, I think, was the final total. And then you have another day and then tomorrow as well. I have a feeling that uh, many people don't know this is an option. Uh, And probably those 116 people will go home 
and they will tell people what they did, and those people will say, can I go do that? And they'll say, well, yeah, you can go do that. So I might be out and about tomorrow morning. I might just go ahead and do it. I, I will tell you that after being at Kindergarten Showcase last night and hearing about it, I thought, hmm, would this would I be better off going and doing this tomorrow mm-hmm. or or maybe on Saturday or sticking mm-hmm. with my traditional? I tend to be traditional about things, mm-hmm. so I just have to have to decide what's best for um, best for me. I'll probably wait until Tuesday. I just have a feeling I'm going to be mm-hmm. like, nah, I'm just going to wait until Tuesday and go. To- I will be voting at the center on Maine anyway. That's where my precinct votes. So, one Not day anyone can vote there, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, it said no excuse needed. Mm-hmm. So I just. You don't even have to cook up excuses. Mm-hmm. Save yourself the time. Don't even cook them up. Just go in and say, ha-ha, I don't have to have an excuse. <laughs> One day after launching his campaign for Kentucky governor, Attorney General Daniel Cameron was hit with a formal complaint yesterday alleging he violated ethics laws by investigating the governor that he now wants to unseat. The complaint filed by the Kentucky Democratic Party requests an investigation by the State Executive Branch Ethics Commission. The complaint cites prior commission decisions barring any attorney general from investigating a governor and then challenging that governor in an election. Uh, Governor Bashir said the newest request for information from the attorney general's office arrived Wednesday night after Cameron announced his intention to run for governor in 2023. Uh, Bashir, of course, a former attorney general, called it an intentional and willful violation by Cameron. So here's what we can deduce. The Bashir administration, the Bashir insiders, and the Kentucky Democratic Party, I think we can we can read their signaling is they feel like Daniel Cameron is at this point the likely nominee. Like they didn't they weren't too they weren't too rattled about Harmon and they weren't too rattled about quarrels. And I think they've been studying the field, see who could could get in or who couldn't get in. And now they think, okay, this one has merit so we want to start playing defense as soon as possible, and you would expect that. The only thing that I would hope for both parties, and really all people to do, is consider, I, I just mentioned Governor Bashir came from the Attorney General's office, and he was the gnat to Matt Bevan in the same way that they may be claiming or trying to ward off against Cameron being a gnat to their administration. So I just want us to be consistent across the board. If you don't like something when one party does it, then make sure you don't like it when your own party does it and just be consistent. That's what you would hope for. But unfortunately, we're human and oftentimes we don't meet that standard. Former U.S. Attorney Russell Coleman entered the suddenly wide open race for attorney general in Kentucky yesterday, vowing to deliver a crackdown on violent crime and drug trafficking while pointing to his extensive criminal justice resume. Coleman is a Republican, touted his ties to ex-president, uh, ex-president Donald Trump, who appointed him U.S. attorney for the western half of Kentucky. His tenure as U.S. attorney ended when Trump left the White House in early 2021. His career includes stints as an FBI special agent, assistant Commonwealth attorney, and senior advisor and legal counsel to U.S. Senator Mitch McConnell. That's another thing that I think the Bashir administration, but more specifically the Kentucky Democratic Party, is trying to do is they know if Daniel Cameron gets a really stronghold in state politics – 
then that really is tantamount to the next generation of Mitch McConnell. And you think of Mitch McConnell like a coaching tree, whether it's Nick Saban or just name any successful coach in their profession, you'll have these these administrations or these coaching systems will bear will bear fruit. And these people will go off and they'll plant and they'll build programs. And even in like a Russell Coleman, it, same thing happened with Wendell Ford. When he, was, when he served Kentucky for so long, there were some Wendell Ford descendants who have carried that mantle forward. And this is just mm-hmm. defense by the Democratic Party to try and hold some of that at uh, some of that at bay. But it will be interesting to see the moving and shaking going on over the next year. A couple of members of the uh, Bashir administration, Executive Cabinet Secretary J. Michael Brown and Interim Economic Development Cabinet Secretary Larry Hayes will be retiring from state government. John Hicks will take over the role of Executive Cabinet Secretary while continuing to serve as State Budget Director. Bashir has named Jeff Knoll as the Economic Development Cabinet Secretary. So. All right. What else to tell you? Puzzler. Maybe a puzzler. Rich Strike will not run in the Preakness. I think it's smart. Honestly, the, I think you should drop, retire. Quit while you're ahead. <laughs> I mean, that, that horse's value will never be as high as it is right now. That's true. It 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 is. I mean, what are the chances that it wins again? Uh, 80 to 1. Uh, Rich Strike will Rich Strike will not run in the Preakness after his major upset to win the Kentucky Derby, keeping horse racing from having a Triple Crown winner for the fourth consecutive year. Rich Dawson is the owner, made the announcement yesterday, said he and trainer Eric Reed agreed to stick with the initial plan for Rich Strike and rest him for five weeks. Went off at 80-1 to 1 as the biggest long shot to win the Derby in more than a century. Only Donnerail paid more. And that's this is the right move. I do, I do still snicker a little bit when they were asked, did you think you could win the race? And they said, well, you don't put horses in races that we don't think we can win. Okay, but you weren't in the race on Friday early. Right? It was only because some other horses couldn't show up that you got in. So, I mean, I understand the coach speak and you saying, we wouldn't have been in it if we didn't think we could, we could win. But do then, you think he tells his horse that he can't win before the race? <laughs> no, well, I think he could tell him and it wouldn't make a bit of difference. I, I do think... I'm reminded about the Mark Twain adage, uh, better to remain silent and be thought a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. So you parlayed this 80 to 1 into a derby win. If you come out again in the Preakness, there's a really good chance that if you finish last, then the future earnings for this horse in stud fees, et cetera, are really diminished. So if you just say, no, we, we, we decided we were going to sit out five weeks no matter what happened. So it's really an economics move, and I don't blame <laughs> them for it. But a, as a horse racing fan, I'm kind of curious to know, okay, was this a fluke? Or did people just not know what they're talking about? Sure, the Preakness is saying, come on. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Honey, do you want to see him run again? I would, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Belmont. That'll be the, the, uh-huh. the race of the race of truth. Grayson County High School is hosting multiple summer camps for basketball, football, soccer, and tennis. Activity has been brisk from what I've been reading. Lots of people participating in various cougar sports and camps. Uh, Sam, any are you attending any of these? I don't know. I might have to stop by and take some pictures. I know you've got boys basketball camp. You have the dates right in front of you, so you might be able to bring them. But I do know that I wanted to specifically mention football. Coach Jones 
wants that to be op- wants people to know that that is open to boys and girls. Okay, his daughters are are really good athletes, and they they were I think bugging him, saying we want to do it, we want to do it, we want to do it. So he said, okay, I'll just open it up to to all boys and girls, and so it's it's open to anybody that wants to do it. I think grades first through eight, maybe on there, you you might have it. Yeah, uh, 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 24th through 26th, so mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, week after next, 8 mm-hmm. to noon, and it will be from, uh, it's boys and girls, it's $30, and good for eight, grades 1 through 8. 1 through 8, okay, that, that's what I thought. Eight. We have all of those listed at K105.com, too, but if you're basketball, soccer, tennis, whatever you'd like to do, they got it for you. Tis the season, yeah. It's or if you want to do all of them, I think they mostly lay out to where you could almost do all four of them. You never know what your kid's going to be interested in. They need to be exposed to all of them. And uh, softball last night, um, a lot of runs scored for yeah. Grayson County. They played a doubleheader against Warren Central, winning the two games combined 41-3. to yeah. And they scored 23 runs in the nightcap, which was their most runs scored in nearly 20 years. His last time they scored 23 runs was... The 20th of May of 2002. They had a doubleheader, and it was still less innings than a normal game? Correct. Yeah. All Correct. Right. Which one digital productions crew member was very excited about? <laughs> mercy, mercy, mercy. <laughs> got to get to a break. We'll come back. Going to talk about this weekend's East Main Market. We've got all the details coming up here on In the Know. He's bound down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can be done? We've got a long way to go. Today is Tulip Day. It is Leprechaun Day today. Why? Why today? Seems odd. I don't. Not sure why today. That's kind of weird. Cough Drop Day today. Big fan of cough drops. They come in handy. You know who I blame on my affinity for cough drops? Dave Thompson. Dave Thompson was a major cough drop user. Mm -hmm. That's right. You could go in the studio across the hall uh, when he was on the air, and chances are you would find a cough drop on the corner of the cabinetry somewhere where Mm -hmm. he would would take it out while he was to do his breaks and talk. Same thing. Like we had an old Marty unit, like a 40-watt Marty unit that we used for sports, and it had a little teeny tiny sticky spot on the corner of it where where he put that. So... Uh, tomorrow is Dance Like a Chicken Day. Sam, be prepared. I can I can do that. Tomorrow is Stars and Stripes Forever Day. So so Sam's going to be prepared. You, honey, you'll need to walk around tomorrow. No, 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 no. I don't see that happening. No? Okay. No. Sure, you can get a lay to do that's, that, though. That's a vocable, by the way. No, 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 no. Is a vocable, as we learned yesterday. Uh, Sunday is Lunar Eclipse Day. We will be able to see it, but it'll be about 930 uh, it'll be, yeah, 9.30 Sunday night and into the early morning hours. The only portion of North America that won't be able to see it is the Northwest. So Seattle, Oregon, those areas will have a have a challenge uh, with seeing the eclipse. Sunday is Stepmother's Day, and it's also Straw Hat Day. I've already mentioned today is Friday the 13th. And Friday the 13th, here are some things um, that... You didn't know are considered bad luck. We already mentioned the whistling. Like if you're whistling up a storm, okay. don't do it. Wishing someone, uh, th- th- I'm kind of this way. I think Facebook has really ruined this. Mm-hmm. Wishing someone happy birthday before their birthday. 
there are those people you'll start getting notifications. Somebody wrote on your wall for your birthday. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> it's July 28th. It's mm-hmm. not my birthday. Many Germans believe this will cause misfortune to everyone involved. So, so, in, so they're saying it's better to be late. Instead, they, they say sometimes gather the night before a birthday and begin celebrating exactly at midnight. So if you're one of those people that celebrates your birthday for a week, start with your birthday and do it for the week after. Don't start a week early. Okay. I Just guess, to not guess, chance it. I guess that makes sense. Changing your bed on a Friday, an old wives' tale says if you turn your mattress that day, you'll be cursed with bad dreams. Okay. Others say the bad luck day <laughs> is Sunday. Nope. No worries on that, Sam. Is that was did, did I gauge that by your response? <laughs> that that was that was her. Oh, the, 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 the I thought you said okay, and she was oh, I remarking were, that the, the, the likelihood chuckle. of okay. anyone changing okay. their bed on a Friday was long. Uh, no, that's usually a Sunday chore for me. Carrying bananas on a ship in the 1700s, many ships were lost or shipwrecked were carrying bananas. So sailors who were a superstitious bunch decided that bananas on a boat meant bad news. You also don't rename a boat. That's true. Yeah, I've heard that. Whatever heard a boat that, yeah. gets named and christened as, that's the name. Mm-hmm. You don't tempt. You don't tempt fate. And then Tuesday the thirteenth, many cultures see Friday the thirteenth as bad news. In Spain, the thirteenth day of the month is unlucky when it falls on a Tuesday. Hmm. Interesting. So, I mean, I do find it interesting why it's even Friday. Like, why Friday? Friday the thirteenth is better than Wednesday the whatevereth. To me. Because, yeah, I mean, I'll take a Friday any day. East Main Market rolls back to, anybody want to guess where it is? You got to ask someone in the back, said East Main. That's right. That's where it uh, is tomorrow and and really gets underway today. Mm -hmm. Uh, East Main Market was an event that was held on a Friday each month last year, and they've moved that to predominantly Saturdays this year or two Saturdays, but they're getting underway with a gospel singing this evening that will pave the way toward a big day of events tomorrow. So it, uh, the season of East Main Market gets underway tomorrow and we'll have uh, free admission all day and all evening from 9 to 3 tomorrow. There'll be vendors set up. There'll be a farmer's market, uh, antique cars, a cruise in. There's going to be food truck. There'll be ice cream. There'll be entertainment tomorrow. It'll be Jordan Grant will be, for, be performing noon to 3. Then The Habit will be performing from 5 to 7. They're back from last year. And then Casey Jamerson, who is a former uh, competitor on The Voice, will be headlining from 7 to 10. So a bunch of food trucks, uh, Cajun, oh, Sam, grilled cheese. There will be a food yeah, truck was, specializing in grilled cheese. I, was, uh, I knew that would get here. Scouting out. Uh, I did see. Is there, isn't there some tacos there on tacos, the Tacos, uh, ice talking? cream from the creamery. Uh, have either of you all ever seen a purple toad? <clears throat> Apparently there's going to be a purple toad I've seen there. one on a bottle before. Yeah. That's, um, so that's the second Saturday of each month. So that will be tomorrow uh-huh. because the first Saturday in May is Derby Day. So this will be the second Saturday in May. And it's, uh, you know, all helped underwritten by uh, Litchfield Tourism. And then you got some some good organizers. Now, I also remind you, this is on, it it will really be two weeks from now that the real tourist season begins. But we're going to start to see some tourists this weekend. So just, just kind of a reminder for proper etiquette for tourists. When you see them in our area, they're coming here to attend events like East Main Market. Mm-hmm. So remember, wave at them with your whole hand, not 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 just like a finger. You you wave at them 
with their old, okay? Um, other proper, don't correct their pronunciation. Like just, when someone says mutatier, you know they're not from around here, mm-hmm. but you don't have to say, that's not mm-hmm. how you say it. You just, just. What if they're looking like, for Chalabi? Cleverly, cleverly weave it in and just say, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we love mutadir in that area. If they say Madrid, don't say, uh-uh, that's Madrid. Uh-huh. Just, just, just let them go and just kind of slowly indoctrinate there. Mm-hmm. Don't lay on your horn when they stop on the square because they not everybody knows. Y- you'll get the rando that comes through there and they'll stop what at if every quadrant the of this. Am uh, I allowed to lay on the horn in that case? I, I, maybe not a lay on the horn. Maybe mm-hmm. a little doot doot or like, uh, hey, or, hey, hey, what you doing? Like wave uh-huh. or but not a lay on the horn. Mm-hmm. That can cause accidents. Now, so, I mean, I will say that now I'm finally getting to the point where I can now pronounce everything in this area because that's it's a challenge that there's some there's some I mean, Mutadir, mm-hmm. Calibiate. I mean, there's some tough ones. In I the, did like the girl on the Derby coverage last week. I shouldn't call her a girl. I'm sure she's a lady, uh, but she was she was to- did the Woodford Reserve toast and she said from from Versailles to Versailles. And I thought that's a good way to mm-hmm. weave that in. It was like it covers yeah, everything are weird. in between. Peonia, that's another one that I had to get used to here. You, you know someone is a real resident when they throw the O.T. in Clarkson. Like when Clarkston? You, you know you got an old school uh-huh. Clarksonian when you get the old Clarkston. Mm-hmm. Right? And you know you'll get a true South... Uh, Eastern Grayson County, and when you get a peony, mm-hmm. right? Like peony, not well, not the uh, not I even the peony uh comes out, just the peony. And and Roger Lusha, he's from. I know he's watching. Oh this yeah, one. He's, he's from, from, P- from, P- he's he's from, from that general area. Uh-huh. He knows all these locales and uh-huh. all these haunts. There's, there's without see, a doubt. I still don't know all of them. Oh, well, here's one too, Sam. I'm. Gonna, you want a pro tip? You I, never would go to Iberia. You go to Iberi. Okay, so. Like the library? Well, just go to Iberry. Don't Iberia. go to Iberia. Don't go to the Iberia boat ranch. You go uh-huh. to Iberry. That's I, where we put our boat bridge. in. That's the bridge, right? I've, mm-hmm. okay. I've heard locals call it Iberia. Well, they must be. They must be highfalutin or bougie. <laughs> so, you I say do. Iberry. Iberry. I'm going to need Roger to confirm this. He's from that area. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> Just someone confirms it for you. Uh, let's see. Rhode Island kickball player Gianna Pachia has been banned for life from Tinder when the service discovered she was using the dating app to recruit teammates to play kickball. A Tinder spokesperson said that the company reviewed its decision and found that Pachia was banned appropriately. She said she's been dubbed the kickball Cupid. She said that she found 25 players through the app, including 18 for her team and seven to help fill up other rosters in her league. She said, I would host dinner meetups and people uh, with people who were interested so that they could meet me and other people from the league. And the guidelines apparently from Tinder said that soliciting other users is prohibited. So time out. While oh I might, goodness. while I might know how to pronounce various locales in Grayson County, I know nothing about Tinder except what Tinder appears like to be on the outside. Not a user, never experienced it, never even looked over someone's shoulder who was using it and said, "What's that look like?" So I, I know nothing. 
But my base pres- my base presumption about Tinder would be there's likely some level of sol- solicitation going on across that platform. Would that be a fair presumption? I think so. I mean, on based part? on the only knowledge I have of it is like what we like the the TV shows that we watch. Sure, that know. talk about it, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's soliciting going on there. And volleyball, I would think, would be it. it maybe it's not 100 percent transactional, but mm-hmm. I would imagine there are some other transactional type arrangements that are byproducts of spent time on said platform. It seems to me that kickball recruitment would be Sorry, of the more ball. innocuous mm-hmm. variety than. Yeah. I mean, the adult kickball league does sound like a lot of fun, though. I will say that. Sure. I know that I, I almost was getting in one in, in Lexington a couple of summers ago before I when I was doing my internship. Yeah. The group that I interned with, they set up a radio station team. Yeah. And it's just I wasn't going to be able to make it work, but uh it's going to be a lot of fun. I, um, When I moved to Evansville, one of the first things, I got recruited into a uh, softball league to play softball in Evansville. And I showed up for uh, practice, for softball practice the first time in the first game. And I realized very quickly, uh, I'm a long way from church league at Crawdad Stadium. Mm-hmm. Like uh, th- This softball league is a lot different than the softball league that I'm accustomed to. We didn't have beer coolers at Crawdad Stadium in church league softball, believe it or not. <laughs> so when I showed up at practice and I thought, whoa, wait, what, what's this all about? So it, I didn't last very long in, in softball. So, but There wasn't much softball going on, though, was there? As it turns out, I don't think, so, I don't think softball was the entree mm-hmm. that was being served up mm-hmm. there in the old uh, in the old softball league. And then this headline made me laugh. Monkey escapes from owner at Dollar General store in yeah. Texas. Mm-hmm. Monkeys are legal to own as pets in Texas, by the way. So that's not really against the laws. But is it safe to presume that this monkey is named Marcel? <laughs> yeah. Are all pet monkeys I named that's Marcel? They're not all named yeah. Marcel? Okay. I figured the friends expert would know. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You don't even know. fuller your fridge is, the more energy efficient it is. Really? I think all the things in it absorb absorb cool, and then they cool one another. Whereas if you just open the door and it's just cool air, all the cool air comes out at once. So maybe we haven't been doing it entirely incorrectly all these years (laughs) by just cramming the fridge uh, full of things as possible. The weekend movie premieres are out, so if you, for whatever reason, if you think it's going to be too hot for you at East Main Market, then you can uh, go indoors. Well, luckily, since East Main Market's such a long day, too, you could go, go to a movie, and then come back. That's true, because it's free admission. Uh You can come and go as Mm -hmm. you please. That's right. And uh, Firestarter is... um, I do know who Zac Efron is, and Zac Efron is in Firestarter. Okay. I know who Zac Efron and, is. Uh, Sydney Lemon. I don't know who Sydney Lemon is. I don't. 
This Firestarter it seemed like when I was a kid there was a book and then there was a movie called Firestarter. So I don't know if this is a reboot. Is or, Sydney related to Ryan? That sounds familiar. It says after being experimented on by a secret government entity called the Shop, Andy develops psychic powers and meets the love of his life. Together they have a daughter with a power of her own, and the Shop will stop at nothing to get them back. Uh, is this know. is this Andy from Toy Story all grown up and? She is in. Uh, Sydney Lemon is in Succession. If you've seen that, yes, I have. Is, she is, is she, Jennifer. Is she fair haired? Do you have a photograph of Jennifer. her that you can show me? I, I can. Maybe. I don't know Jennifer. Well, actually, apparently she was Jennifer. only in one episode. Okay, then like. no. <laughs> I mean, I probably saw her, but I wouldn't see her immediately and go, "Oh yeah." And then the Innocents. That's that's Sydney Lemon. No, can't that, do it. Don't do anything for you. During the bright Nordic summer, a group of children reveal their dark and mysterious powers. When the adults aren't, what's up with all these dark movies and things? Do they not have a? Well, I mean, I guess uh, was it? I heard you forgot Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Is that the one? Yeah, that's the thing. That Marvel movie, they're gonna wait like two or three weeks before. Well, yeah. then Buzz Lightyear's coming out here in a couple weeks, isn't it? They're surely not opening the same week as Top Gun Maverick. Well, I think Top Gun wouldn't want to open on the same week as Lightyear. Maybe. You're going top, from t- top gun the, is, the movie of your childhood to the movie of my childhood. Top Gun is afraid. Like Top Gun's got to get out there. Uh-huh. They've been paused at least twice already. They were. It was going to be last spring, and then they paused to fall, and then they said, "Nah, spring." I did see where Ashley Judd was on Good Morning America yesterday, and kind of confirmed what we were all fearing based upon the way they described or announced the passing of Naomi. She did confirm that Naomi Judd died by suicide and then went on further to uh, mention the use of a firearm. She said, because we don't want it to be part of the gossip economy, I will share with you that she used a weapon. My mother used a firearm. So that's the piece of information we are very uncomfortable sharing, but understand that we're in a position that if we don't say it, Someone else is going to. She said, she goes on to say in the interview, our mother couldn't hang on until she was inducted into the Hall of Fame by her peers. The That is a level of catastrophe of what was going on inside her because the barrier between the regard in which they held her couldn't penetrate into her heart. And the lie that the disease told her was so convincing. Sad. Yeah, it's terrible. Sad. I wouldn't have expected that to be the way. And extremely sad to hear gotta feel bad for that happen. But hopefully, I, I do, I admire Ashley, and I will presume she did that with the blessing of Winona. I, I hold them in very high regard for their willingness to try and use that information to hopefully save someone else. Because there are many of us who will look at Naomi Judd or the Judds plurally and say they've got it all. You know, they've got they they they've successful recording career, beloved, financially independent, right? Um, beauty, fame, but the disease is the disease, and it. Um, and and so I, I commend them for their willingness to put something uncomfortable out there and hopefully it changes the path for many people. I mean, at least one, but many people. Also learned yesterday that Norm MacDonald, 
You'll remember Norm MacDonald knew that his time um, among us on Earth was nigh, but he recorded a one-hour special before his death, and that will be released on Netflix. There's a new Norm MacDonald Netflix special on its way. The late comedian's sister-in-law, Joyce Napier, chronicled a celebration of his honor at the Fonda Theater in Hollywood. It turns out Norm left an hour of new material behind, recorded in his apartment during the lockdown, and it'll be a Netflix comedy special very soon. We have that, and so that's... Now, are you a fan? Were, like, will this be something you'll definitely watch? Or I will it? watch it, uh, it uh, but, I, but to be clear... Had he not passed on, probably I probably would, would not. Mm-hmm. But because he has passed on, I probably will. Because he's funny. He, he, he's a different different style of humor, though. Definitely a different style. My experience with Norm MacDonald is on the occasional sitcom appearance, but mostly hosting Weekend Update mm-hmm. on Saturday Night Live. And he was a different style, different delivery. And then the way that he was unceremoniously fired from SNL, he kind of got blackballed for a little while, at least in the in the channels that I was you know, cruising in, so I he he told an OJ joke that was, I think, premature. In he told it during a time when you couldn't tell an OJ joke, and that's that's what got him. So, you know, I, I am I am uh, yeah interested to see what that uh, what that looks like. I guess it's just weird. We're not going to get Chappelle, but we are going to get Norm Macdonald. Mm-hmm. You know, to Two kind of bigger news stories. Bridgerton, how far are you in? Are you in season three? Uh, no, are you into season two of Bridgerton? <laughs> uh, actually, probably forty-five minutes ago, just downloaded season one, episode one again. Okay, so you couldn't. It didn't hook. I, I have. I, I knew, I've struggled so hard. I knew you tried it a couple of weeks ago, but I didn't realize if it took off or not. Uh, so this won't mean anything to you, but perhaps it will to. Uh, the Bridgertonians among us. Hannah Dodd will be playing Francesca Bridgerton in season three. It's apparently a recasting, so it'll be someone different playing a different hmm. uh, different character. So if that means something to you, then there's the information. Do with it what uh, you need. And then uh, Hulu has acquired the streaming rights to Bonnaroo, Lollapalooza, and the Austin City Limits festivals for 2022 and 2023. Hmm. So this is kind of good news for me because I've always been intrigued about Bonnaroo, but too old and too lazy to go. So now I can just watch it on Hulu and go and fast forward through it. Go, don't know them, don't know them, don't mm-hmm. know them. Oh, old guy, I know. I'll watch mm-hmm. him. So you know, maybe worth the Hulu subscription. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up for the week. You're on in the know. Point to ponder for today. Yesterday, we spent some time talking about things that are 20 years old that we might not realize are 20 years old already. In 20 years, what will people be nostalgic for? What will they, 20 years from now, what will we be looking back to to think, oh, I remember when? I'd probably be nostalgic just for my memory itself at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be 45 years old. My goodness. Ooh, 45. That's pretty old, isn't it? Oh, I'll my be, goodness. I'll be about to turn 71 <laughs> 20 years from now. So, huh. Again. Yeah. 
I'll be nostalgic I'll be, for. Nostalgic uh, for my memory. It's kind I'm of crazy. Sure I'll have dementia. I mean, if my you, dad will be knocking on eighty. If you think. If you think I have a tendency to be get off my lawn now, <laughs> I mean, imagine, imagine what get off my lawn looks like when I'm about to turn seventy-one. I mean, come on, uh, on television. Tonight. How many in the know episodes would that be then? That'd be a lot. Uh, By the way, I'm, 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 I'm out way before seventy-one. So. We'd be hitting ten thousand at that point. Of course, I just said it. So now I've sealed it into fate. You know, here I'll be at, sitting here at seventy-two. Well, I'm I'm telling you, I will not on that chair. Yeah. Be sitting here when you're seventy-two. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to have a new chair uh, on television tonight on Showtime season three premiere of Couples Therapy tomorrow night. NBC Saturday Night Live has Selena Gomez as the host and Post Malone as the musical guest. I guess if he gets the sniffles. She can slide over there mm-hmm. and also sing a couple of songs. Don't miss Noah Thompson in the top five of American Idol on Sunday evening. If he wins, if he advances Sunday evening with the help of your vote, he'll get to go home to Louisa on Tuesday for a big parade. I love a parade. The season two finale of The Equalizer on CBS. That show's done for. Is that the Queen Latifah one? Yes, that's done for. It's it's it, I, If it's been renewed... They're just they just did it a favor because they got nothing better to put it in its spot. Uh-huh. And on NBC, the 2022 Billboard Music Awards. I have been a little concerned about your weekend TV. You haven't thrown a Hallmark movie in there in a while. I mean, what are the cooks doing? I mean, watching reruns is, of Hallmark. Is it movies? just reruns that they have to watch now, or, or how do they handle that? I'm you just know? trying to be. I've tried to be very sensitive to them. They've had a rough couple of months yeah, health wise. No, yeah. But I would have think so that that would I'm that trying, would help them out. It would. I'm trying to. I saw, I saw, um, I saw Sarah and Double Tray this morning. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So, I saw the middle cook last night. Big Al. Uh huh. He had lots to say. Okay. He was thrilled that there were two softball games last night. Really? Uh-huh. Was uh, my understanding UConn was upset that I hadn't covered the Brazilian soccer player he story was. this week? He was. He was. He, he, in fact, I can use his exact words. I'm not allowed to do stories on cough snarts. He said his exact words was, this is top news info. Yeah. Maybe you can save it for Tuesday. Maybe. We'll let him tell the story. Mm-hmm. So everybody can tweet at him, at Tennessee Cook on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gotta if you don't know, look up Brazilian defender Marcelo. Mm-hmm. Today's highlight in history: this day, nineteen eighty-one, Pope John Paul II was shot and seriously wounded in Saint Peter's Square. In sixteen oh seven, English colonists arrived by ship at the site of what became the Jamestown settlement in Virginia. In 1940, in his first speech as British Prime Minister, Winston Churchill told Parliament, I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat, which was a weird thing to say to George Clinton. But he went, okay. In 1973, and people of my age got that joke. (laughs) I was going to say, that one went right over my head. Right over my head. It would go over a 25-year-old's head, and it probably would go over a 42-year-old's head. George Clinton was the lead singer of Parliament, P okay. Funk. Uh huh. So that I know. Okay, <laughs> it was the Winston Churchill where you got hung up. I just I don't think I was really. You know. uh, you, you had moved on. 
again. Fair we're, to yeah. say. we're in the last few minutes of the <laughs> yeah. show. It's oh been a long God. week. Can you get to the chart toppers? <laughs> yeah, Harvey right. Keitel is 83 today. Stevie Wonder is 72. Dennis Rodman is 61. Stephen Colbert is 58. Darius Rucker is 56. Wagon wheel to you. Lena Dunham is 36. Robert Pattinson is 36 today. It's a pretty good birthday list it's there. It's not bad. It's not our best of the week, but it's a good one. Uh, gone but not forgotten, Joe Lewis was born in 1914. B. Arthur was born in 1922. Richie Valens was born in 1941. Mary Wells was born in 1943. Chart toppers, always love it. It's a, like almost like a PSA of what not to do. Don't model bad behavior because <laughs> in 1959, Edward Burns and Connie Stevens were number one with Kooky Kooky. Lend me your comb. That's how you transfer the cooties from one another. Lending one another your comb. Uh, we've we've spotlighted this song several years. We we don't miss on the opportunity to once a year. It feels more recent than that. I don't know. I, Maybe this I, I is on fe- your playlist. I fear without our help, people will be sharing combs when you're with walking, one another. You don't listen to that? <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> ah, 1968. Oh, this is on there, though. Hugo Montenegro. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly, right here on No Whistle Day. <laughs> who needs Who needs Snoop when you can listen to this? Yeah. Can't even deal. Uh, yeah. You don't like Clint Eastwood movies? Um, I do not care for those. Well, that's why you probably don't know that song or wouldn't care for it. The birthday boy. 1977, Stevie Wonder celebrating a number one hit on his birthday with Sir Duke. Sorry, Stevie. You got I was say, short amount of time. Cutting him off on his other, birthday. Other things to get. Ah, you've heard it. You can, you're singing it in your head. I don't Nineteen eighty-six, Whitney Houston, number one. I finally watched that uh, Whitney Houston special. I think it was last weekend that they did back around the Grammys. It was good. Learned some things I didn't know about Whitney. Uh, Water Runs Dry, Boys to Men, number one in 95. Jessica Simpson with a remake of the Berlin number one single from Top Gun was number one this day in 04 with Take My Breath Away. And Rihanna with Mickey Echo, number one, was Stay, this date in 2013. All right, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Happiness is, um, happiness is not something you postpone for the future. It is something you design for the present. Happiness is not something you postpone for the future. It is something you design for the present. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.